baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That'll wake you up on a Tuesday morning. I don't know if the sound of my voice is jarring. (laughs) I guess it depends on whether or not you are just waking up or if you had your coffee. I think that's what Bob tells me. When I haven't had my coffee, I have a hard time talking. That's what he tells me. And so in the mornings when I'm and have a bunch to say because I'm just coming off of my work night and he is attempting to have a single thought like, hey, (laughs) that's really difficult when you haven't had your coffee. And I would vouch for that because when I wake up in the afternoon and the dog wants my attention and she's click, 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 clicking all over the uh, the downstairs and she's following me from room to room. She wants her food. She wants her water. She wants to go for a walk. All I can think is I need some coffee <laughs> and try not to walk into a wall. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, speaking of click, click, clickies, her fingernails or her toenails. I need to get them cut, right? It's the one thing she will not let me do. And so I have to take her somewhere to do it because, but it's coming, becoming harder and harder because she's 14 and it's really difficult to get her in the car. It's hard to get her to the vet. I called up the vet though, to find out two things. If anyone has experience with this, let me know. Doggy Xanax. I I've never, I've never done this to Penny before, but we're going on a very long road trip to Houston in eight days, and I, I, I'm i worried about her because it's going to be really hard on her. She's more anxious now that she's gotten older. Anything out of her routine and the dog paces and pants, which she obviously can't do in the car. And we've got 1,700 miles to go. So I called the vet to ask about potentially giving her a, a sedative, a mild sedative so that she would relax and she could sleep. And then I said, also, I need to get her nails cut. Do you do that? And the the lady on the phone said, yes, we do. And I asked, well, how much is it? $37.90 with tax. Okay, I can get my dog groomed for just about double that. Her entire body, not just her her toenails. How is that? Do people actually pay $40 to get their dog's nails cut? Sounds expensive. Oh, my gosh. What's the difference? Can you just... Re- I, I mean, I wouldn't think I would try it on my dog, but can anyone just cut their dog's nail if they well, really tried? Well, there's a, there's a tool okay. that you can use to cut the dog's nails, but Penny won't stay still. So I can't hold her paw and cut the nails mm-hmm. for fear that she will jerk her paw or move her paw and I will cut her instead. So it's it's a really sharp tool. It's a, a nail cutter. Essentially, you put the nail in the hole and then you... Then, but it's also hard because she's a 70 pound dog and her nails are extremely thick. So it's just not something I can do alone and she won't sit still for me to be able to do it. And so I need to take her some somewhere, but $40, 
Oh my gosh, do people actually pay that? I guess so, right? Never mind. I'll find another way to do it. <laughs> that's just, yeah, that's absurd. So anyway, doggy Xanax may be the next thing, the next drug I have to administer to poor Penny. She's on all manner of drugs and substances. I do have a controlled friend. substances. <laughs> I have a friend who has used doggy Xanax before. Really? Not that my friend didn't use it on oh. his dog, of course. <laughs> no, I got you. I actually didn't think that. I'm I'm a little nervous about it because she's older and I just don't know how she'll react. And I would feel terrible if she had some kind of adverse reaction mm-hmm. to it. So I might have to try it before the trip just to make sure nothing crazy happens. You could do that, like a smaller dose just to see how she right. takes it. All right. I feel bad. You know, I promised my dog. Do you remember two years ago? I remember. I drove to and from Houston so I could take Penny with me and be gone for the holidays for a couple of weeks. And I promised Penny we'll never do that again. Uh-oh. It's for a good cause. For a good cause. Well, sure. I'll try to explain that to my mostly <laughs> deaf dog that it's for a good cause. She does like Bob, though, but I don't know if that's going to help any. <laughs> Poor Ben. Well, she gets to go see Daisy. She doesn't know Daisy yet. She gets to go meet her new sister. Daisy's a puppy. That might not go over well either. Oh, no. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. The things that we do for our pets, but I cannot leave her for 18 days. That's out of the question. Cannot fly either, so driving's the next best thing. She can't walk 1,700 miles, so we're going to have to drive. (laughs) I mean, she might like it. Just kind of hang out in the car, see the country again. Uh-huh. Okay. Kind of relax. Get her, get her towel. Do you like driving seventeen hundred miles? Um, <laughs> maybe. All right. In the right setting. All right. I could give you Xanax too. I suppose. <laughs> Passed out. <laughs> it's after hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. If you have any experience with dog or cat Xanax or sedative, please let me know because I'm genuinely nervous about it. It's a Tuesday morning and. That means we have another quarterback injury. I mean, it shouldn't, but that's what it's becoming now in the NFL. Another day, another QB injury. At least we got a good game on Monday Night Football with Jake Browning, who had maybe the best game of any Bengals quarterback this year. And Trevor Lawrence was working on a great game until the fourth quarter. This was tough. It was tough to see, and it was certainly tough for the announcers who were trying to describe it. Shotgun snap, he throws a line drive, he wants to at least, he brings it back, he's hit on the play, it's loose, the Bengals say it is loose, they're diving for the ball, Lawrence, pump fake the pass, was hit hard on the play, the, oh and he's getting up and limping and goes to all fours, Trevor Lawrence is down, he knows something isn't right, he pounds the grass, he takes off his helmet and this is not good, the Jacksonville quarterback who has been spectacular this year, knows something's not right and his coach is walking out on the field he tried to get up as a pocket was crumbling he had his lineman step on the back of his foot and then he came down badly falling backwards on his knees and bending in an awkward position and when he tried to get himself off the grass he quickly collapsed he pounded the grass on all fours and now he is being assisted to by four athletic trainers of the Jaguars not good not good at all. I don't have any information yet on Trevor. We're still evaluating him, you know, so he'll have more, um, you know, um, tests and things done here tonight and tomorrow. So I'll probably have a better update for you tomorrow on that. 
the reports initially are ankle sprain for Trevor Lawrence. Right ankle sprain, if you're wondering which foot. He was in the locker room after the game. He's still waiting for more testing on Tuesday, but there are all kinds of ankle sprains. If it's severe, if it's high ankle, similar to what Kenny Pickett suffered on Sunday, he could miss some time. Now, the Jaguars have been right there in the mix for the top seed in the AFC. I'm not telling you that it means they can't do it if they don't have Trevor Lawrence all the way through, but... Let's face it, C.J. Beathard is not Trevor Lawrence, and the offense is built for Trevor. He's got the rapport not only with his head coach and his coordinator, but also with his receivers, and that's kind of the deal. That's why it's tough. We asked Steve Largent this question last week. Now, when his Hall of Fame career was playing out, he had this mostly the same steady quarterbacks from year to year, but I did ask him about transitioning from one to another in the case of injury midseason. And he talked about all the challenges that come with it. It's not just about the fact that you lose your QB one and the best quarterback on your roster. It's about the adjustments, the subtle adjustments from one guy to the next. Really good stuff. If you haven't heard it, that link is on both Twitter and Facebook. It's after hours here on CBS sports radio. Jake Browning started a couple of games now for the Bengals and had some great success in this one because the tools around him are still the same. So, yeah, there was an adjustment, but you've still got Joe Mixon, and the Jaguars could not stop the run last night. So Mixon had plenty of room to rush and a couple of touchdowns in the first half. And then, of course, Jamar Chase. Well, he's a weapon regardless. I could throw him the football, and he could turn it into something. Three receivers right, one out to the left. Five-man rush. Browning throws it deep downfield for Chase. Over-the-shoulder catch. He's off to the races at the 20, the 10, and he will back his way into the end zone for the Bengals' touchdown. Oh, baby. I'll tell you what. He burned with a capital B Tyson Campbell. I mean, burned him. That ball was, I mean, Jake Browning, Jake the Snake, puts it on Jamar Chase. Tyson Campbell dives to try to knock it down. Jamar Chase kind of backs into the end zone, puts it in reverse, and he took the shot from Cisco Kid. Yeah, a little showboating there from Jamar Chase. He goes into the end zone in slow-mo, just long enough for the DB to catch up and kind of shove him. I'm not a huge fan of that. But if you want to make a statement, maybe play to the crowd, there seem to be a lot of Bengals fans there in Jacksonville. Actually, I heard an interview with Joe Mixon on Westwood One following the game. Uh, he talked to to Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner, and he said it feels like a home game because of how many fans traveled to Florida. So good for them. I appreciate the Bengals fans are still showing up strong, even though the team was below 500 going into this game. So, yeah, some big-time chunk plays, actually for both teams, But 76 yards for Jamar Chase. Now, the Bengals did try to get a little bit too cute. Did you all see this in the third quarter? The trick play gone wrong. Shotgun snap to the Bengal quarterback. Goes laterally caught by Boyd. He wants to throw, and he does it. He throws an interception. It's caught by Allen. He goes from the 20 to the 10. The hash mark to the 9. Down he goes. I don't know what they were doing there. The wide receiver caught the lateral pass. 
trying to throw it back across the field, picked off by the Jaguar. Now it's first and goal at the nine. <laughs> Welcome to the life of an NFL QB. <laughs> Tyler Boyd just doesn't see Josh Allen, this large man with his hands up between you and your intended target. When you get fixated on your target, you often miss everything else that's in the foreground. <laughs> Somehow, he just missed Josh Allen. And that led to a rushing touchdown for Trevor Lawrence. Kevin Harlan on Westwood One. Every play is nuts. <laughs> it was kind of fun because it was a anything you can do, I can do better type of tug of war. One team would go in front, then the other team would answer. It was a, it was a fun chess match using all my other game analogies. After Trevor got injured, the Bengals had a bit of an edge. They get into overtime, and it's Jake Browning to the rescue. So what about that overtime drive? What's going through your mind? And once they won the toss and got the ball, basically, all right, we need a field goal. And uh, so there's a couple third down throws that I think were big there. But I don't know. You're kind of just in the moment when it's all going going on and I'm still kind of in that mode. I don't totally even remember all the throws. <laughs> I like it. I like it when guys say that. I, I actually don't remember what happened. Didn't Marco just tell me that about my wedding? You're not going right. to remember anything that happened. I that's can't be true. I don't black out and not remember what happened. I hope you remember a little bit of it, right? Seriously, what's the point of doing it if you exactly. don't remember it? <laughs> if otherwise, why don't I just go to the Justice of the Peace if I'm not going to remember anything? <laughs> why are we paying all this money if we're not going to remember anything? <laughs> I want to hope I remember some of my big day. I mean, a little bit. Might be the biggest day of my life. I'm hoping I remember at least a snippet here or there. <laughs> Someone just said on Facebook, nobody's going to remember what color your flowers are. Well, that's BS. I'm going to remember what color my flowers are. My goodness. I haven't cared about many of the details. I've been kind of, eh, whatever makes you happy about the details. People ask me, what should I wear? Whatever. I mean, we're letting people bake cookies and bring them to the to the wedding for, for dessert. And we're, my, my niece is writing out name cards by hand. I, I'm not like meticulous about most of the details, but the purple. The purple, the I'm definitely. Important. Yeah, the color is important to me. I think I'll remember some details. I hope. A couple. You hope? Jay, have more faith in me than that. Okay, please. Have more faith in me than that. Anyway, maybe it'll come back to Jake Browning once he's had time to watch the film. So, yeah, the Jaguars win the toss, but they only get 16 yards on their possession, which means when Jake and the Bengals offense get out there on the field, all they need is a kick. All they need to do is get into Evan McPherson range. And so he does on his first pass play in overtime, connect with Jamar for 17 yards. And then he connects with T Higgins for 11 yards. I mean, there's two first downs automatically right there. He's able to mix in pass and run Joe Mixon doing work. And again, they had established the run against the Jaguars. It was a, I thought meticulous and efficient way to get into field goal range, but also run enough time off the clock. Just in case. <laughs> Just in case. Better to have a contingency plan. Why leave a ton of time on the clock? But Evan McPherson, you know, he's uber confident. He's got ice in his veins. Yeah, maybe not as bold and brash as he was when he was a rookie, but 
Brad Robbins ready to hold. Cal Adamitis ready to snap. Adamitis fires it back. Robbins puts it down. The kick is on its way. It is good. Yeah, baby. Yeah. There's a penalty flag down. Yeah. Oh, no. At the 28-yard line, but the Jaguars think it's on them. I, they are walking toward the sideline in dejection. I think they may have tried to climb, you know, use somebody to jump, yep. get more vertic verticality, and can't do that. Unsportsmanlike conduct on the defense, leaping. Penalties declined. Field goal is good. And that was what it was, leaping. <laughs> a 48-yard field goal by Evan McPherson has given Cincinnati a 34-31 overtime win. The Bengals are still alive in the playoff chase. They're back to 500 at 6-6. Six and six. And today, Where's the December bam? 4th, bam! 2023, bam! will forever be known as the Jake Browning game. I don't understand why they're so... Meh about it. Did I use that word correctly? Meh is yeah. not really in my vocabulary. But every now and then I get a text message from someone who's much cooler than me who uses the word meh. And I think, all right, why are they so meh about it? That was pretty meh. It was pretty the meh. Game winning overtime. Where's the bam, bam, bam. Bam, bam, <laughs> bam. Isn't that the winning cry? It's like the war cry for the Bengals. He does that like... I, I've heard I've heard him do that on much lesser occasions than an overtime game-winning field goal. Seriously, right? on Monday Night Football right. with Jake Browning, with Jake Browning to like when you're save back your to 500 yeah. to save your season. Why are we so much more excited and feel like there's so much more significance than they do? Maybe it was the, bam, maybe it was bam, the penalty, bam, threw him off, or the, or the flag that you uh, know. It can't be sure. the first time there's ever been a penalty on a. Please, it's the NFL. A penalty on a walk-off field goal. I don't know. I, hmm. It was lacking. It was. I'm missing the enthusiasm. Bam! Bam! <laughs> bam! So we'll manufacture it for Dan Horde and Dave Lapham. We have plenty of bams where that came from. Yeah, Bengals are back. Bam! In the mix. Six and six in the mix. <gasps> That's You know how uh, you see the... The playoff projections or the teams that are in right now versus the teams that are <clears throat> in the hunt. Do you know how many teams in the NFL are six and six? We're going to call them in the mix. <laughs> Not in the hunt yet, but they're in the mix. Six and six and in the mix. Six and six in the mix. In the mix at six and six. <laughs> not bad. Why are we stupid? Okay, it's that not we. Bad. It's really me. <laughs> I can't blame Jay for this. I come up with these dumb things. Six and six and in the mix. I mean, I'm like a third grader. I like alliteration. I like rhyming. I mean, the fact I'm sitting here trying to like think of something to <laughs> add on to it. So In the mix at six and six. It's better than picking up sticks. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was I was right there with you, I swear. With the sticks and what else rhymes with mix and six? Uh oh. Six, I just mix, came up with a dirty word. Mix, Let's not use that New York one. Knicks. No. Why would we be talking about the New York <laughs> no, Knicks? Not. Kicks. There you go. Nice kicks. After some kicks, they're in the mix at six and six. <gasps> Evan McPherson had two long field goals. A couple of Evan kicks put him in the mix at six and six. <laughs> oh, boom. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Thank you, Dan Horton. Dan bam, Lapham. bam, bam. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll look at the standings because we're through week 13. You guys. Good morning.
I know. I'm a spaz. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. To the After Hours Podcast. Whoa, what is this music? Browning is going to be under center. Double tight ends in the game. Mixon is the running back. Chase goes in motion behind Mixon. Quarterback sneak. Browning surging forward. And they are not going to give it to him. I didn't think he Not yet, at least. I didn't think he got the exchange real cleanly. I thought that he had an issue there. Touchdown! A very late call, and Jake Browning got the ball over the goal line for the touchdown. Bam! Bam! <laughs> Bam! Off the field, on the money, and after hours, it's time to talk football with Amy Lawrence. We think we've come up with something else that rhymes with six and mix and kicks. We're going to have to work it out here. Uh, where does that music come from? That was very dramatic. It was like something you might hear at the symphony. NFL films. Let's hear it again. It'll be fun. So dark. It's ominous. Ooh, I could run to this. I need this for my half marathon playlist. It's called Do or Die. Do or Die? Do or Die. Does it have an artist? NFL films. <laughs> I think it's, oh, yeah. That's the artist? <laughs> it's the NFL film symphony? Right. I'm going to look it up. Do or die. That's fresh. Is that what the cool kids say? That's a good one. <laughs> Jay. Okay, let's see if we can get this right. He got the clicks because he made the kicks to put him in the mix at six and six. <laughs> there it is. I am an idiot. An idiot. An idiot. Whatevs. You expect that from me now. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. (laughs) Jake Browning has found his footing as the starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals. So why can't it happen for, say, C.J. Beathard? Uh, We were talking about this earlier just because it blows me away. Even going back to the number 50. Okay, so. Oh, wait, hold on. Scott just found me on Twitter, A Law Radio. McPherson kicks between the sticks, put him in the mix. Oh, yeah. Nice. nice. Very good, Scott. But you need to tack on the six and six. All right, let's see if we can do this. McPherson kicks between the sticks, put him in the mix at six and six. Now he gets the chicks. Uh, oh. <laughs> really? Two kickers get the chicks? If they put it between the sticks. Wow, leave it to you, of course. (laughs) Okay, but we forgot about the clicks. Can we do it all together? That's how you get the clicks. All right. right. Oh, oh, you get the clicks if you got the chicks. (laughs) Nice. Okay. Let's, let's, yeah, if you're Taylor, too bad her name doesn't rhyme with, with kicks. Here we go. McPherson kicks between the sticks, put them in the mix at six and six. That's how he gets the chicks and finds the clicks. (laughs) <laughs> that's how he finds the click that's how he finds the chicks and gets the clicks or do you get the chicks and find the clicks you get you get the chicks and the clicks and the clicks oh 
And maybe even a Twitch if you're lucky. <laughs> Stop it. Wait, you're stranger than me. Okay. Wait, let's do it one more time. You ready? Okay. Jay loves candy. So, of course, it's going to. Actually, Jay likes Twix more than chicks, I think. Mm. <laughs> All right, here we go. McPherson's kicks between the sticks, put him in the mix at six and six, and now he gets the chicks and the clicks and the twigs. That's it. (laughs) That is it. What's wrong with us? (laughs) This is such great radio. (laughs) Should make an album. (laughs) Rap or spoken words. Spoken words. No music beds. I, I always wondered why anyone would listen to that. <laughs> Could you imagine? It would put me to sleep. Also, what's what's different about spoken word and radio? What's the what's mm, the yeah, difference? Much. <laughs> oh, oh gosh. Okay. <sighs> Can we be serious for a second here? <laughs> Let me try until I think of another rhyme. <laughs> you came up with chicks and twix. I should have known. I should have known that that would be you. Got like four more in the chamber, so. Do you? Let's hear them. Licks. Smarty hicks. P- no, there's no licking. No one's <laughs> licking. No one's <laughs> licking. Or unless we go with, he took the licks, but then McPherson still kicked. <laughs> no, then we, we can't change the tense. He took the licks, but McPherson, ah, I got to work with that one. What is, what's another one? Uh, hicks. Uh, well, that's just wrong. Well, it rhymes. No one's a hick. Bix, like a lighter. Oh, you're not saying the obvious one, and you better not say the obvious one. Oh, yeah, I just yeah, thought of no, that one. Don't, Actually, I didn't even think of that I one. Saw, I thought of that one about 10 minutes ago and was hoping <laughs> nobody would suggest it. <laughs> Maybe, we'll Maybe some rival rivals to the Bengals. <laughs> yeah, the Ravens will use that one. <laughs> Let's see what else. Huh. I'm thinking through all the different let- picks. Oh, picks. 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 How can we Perfect. not have picks? All right, I'm going to have to tool over that one. All right. Uh, Matthew doesn't believe that six and six is in the mix, but it actually is in the mix all over the NFL. Should I identify the show right now? Probably not. Hmm. Never mind. If you don't know what you're listening to, don't worry about it. Just nothing to see here. (laughs) Uh, Right now, it seems like the majority of mediocre teams are all sitting on six and six, which I guess is the exact definition of six and six. But it's kind of crazy how that record has has got a lot of inhabitants. So we've talked about the NFC, where the Eagles, Cowboys, Lions, and Niners are the, the, the they're the best teams. They make that conference top heavy. The next best record behind those teams, who are nine and three, and then the Eagles ten and two, is six and six. And there are five teams in the NFC that are six and six, including the Packers and the Vikings who right now would both be in the playoffs if they started today. I know. I know. You just made some kind of a face. You did. The Rams and the Seahawks are also 6-6. Six and six. Okay, so that's the NFC. In the AFC, the Bengals are now 6-6. Six and six. The Bills are crazy, right? It's crazy to think that through Week 13, the Bills and Bengals are both sitting on 6-6. Six and six. Not what we expected when the season started. And the Broncos are also 6-6. Six and six. I mean, It's freaking half the NFL, for heaven's sakes, is sitting on that same record. So, yes, 6-6 six and six is definitely in the mix. No, I was being serious, Jay. Knock it off. I was being serious. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. 
<laughs> oh my gosh. My stomach hurts from laughing. Well, maybe it hurts from being hungry and then laughing. A combination of the Never two. laugh on an empty stomach. That's... It's a good life it's lesson. A, it's a good, it's a <laughs> good rule. To live it's a good adage. Andrew says we should go with betwixt the sticks. Except for we kind of like Twix. Oh, and someone else got mad at us. He oh. wrote in all capital letters some inappropriate language to make us stop. Did it rhyme? No. Which means we don't acknowledge. I mean, at least he's listening. What do you... <laughs> if it rhymed. Thanks I mean... for listening. Wow, some people. So inappropriate. Okay, on Twitter or Facebook, if you'd like to play the game with us. If you want to get in the mix. <laughs> I mean, we're trying to get people to calm down. People are swearing at me, and you, you want to stir it up again. Great. Absolutely great. <laughs> All right, on that note, I think we've had enough fun for today. We'll just cut out early. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Here's our latest sports update. Oh, he'd be so disappointed in us. You are listening to the After Hours podcast. It's a touchdown Tuesday on After Hours. Firing for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Touchdown. Takes it himself to the power. Touchdown. One man to beat 10. He's gone. They throw in the end zone. Caught. To cast your vote for the TD of the week, head to at After Hours CBS on Twitter or give us a call at 855-212-4227. Los Angeles Rams. Bunch to the right, Atwell out left. Stafford is going to audible here. He's going to back out to the shotgun. Still has seven seconds to work with as they set up. From the 30, second and one. From the pocket, he deals down the seam. It's caught at midfield. Out the left side. Puka Nakua to the crib. Touchdown, L.A. The Detroit Lions. Goff is going to work from directly behind center. Single back behind him is Montgomery. Brock right in motion to the left side. Two tight ends set for the Lions. Goff takes, fakes the give, goes end around. Now they flip it on the second back coming around. That is Jamison Williams inside the yes 15, sir. inside the 10, dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Detroit Lions. A little razzle-dazzle to number nine who did a swan dive into the end zone. And the Lions <laughs> have extended their lead. The San Francisco 49ers. First and 10 Niners in the Philly 48. Purdy looks left, now middle throws, caught. Broken tackle by Debo Samuel, runs for a first down, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown! San Francisco! What an absolute beast, Debo Samuel. The Indianapolis Colts. 2.34 to go in overtime. Second down and goal at the four. Minshew out of the gun. Shotgun snap. Looks to his right. And the end zone throws Michael Pittman. Touchdown! Touchdown, Michael Pittman! Ball game! I-N-D-Y! Michael Pittman into the end zone from Gardner Minshew. And the Colts win 31-28 in Nashville. Yes, sir! I swear, I tried to turn on that button multiple times, and the red light did not come on. 
I mean, everything always works around here exactly as it's supposed to. <laughs> I'm sure it was an operator error. Your choice of TD of the week is a healthy competition already brewing. It's a brewing on our Facebook page, After Hours with Amy Lawrence, or show Twitter, A-Law Radio. You've got J.B. Long on Rams Radio. Longest touchdown of the season for the rookie, Puka Nakua, who's been a great revelation. 70-yarder against the Cleveland Browns. But they're still in the mix, but they're not 6-6. Six and six. I- I'm sorry! Jamison Williams, the clincher for the Detroit Lions. It was a double reverse. A little razzle-dazzle, as Dan Miller mentioned, on Lions Radio. You also have one of the four touchdowns that brought Purdy through, although this one was primarily yak. I do love that term. It's my favorite term in sports. My favorite math term, yak. If you don't know what it means, just yell yak. People will be very impressed. Uh, Debo Samuel actually took a couple of short passes and went 48 and 46 yards among his three TDs. So, yeah, Brock Purdy's numbers look real good with all the yak. See, that's the thing. Just as a side note, Greg Papa on Niners Radio, quarterbacks get penalized for every interception, right? It goes, if the ball came out of their hands, it's a pick for them. Even if it bounced off the hands of a receiver, even if it was a tipped ball, whatever the case, they always get the interception, right? Receivers can't get charged with interceptions, but they also get all the yak. It pads their stats, right? So you could have huge fantasy numbers. In fact, I did see a stat. I'll see if I can look it up. It was from Pro Football Focus where two-thirds of Brock Purdy's yards in Sunday's game were courtesy of his receivers and the yak, the yards after catch. It's kind of interesting, right? If he goes straight with just the, the yards through the air is what they call them, then he's barely over 100 yards. <laughs> That's one of the main reasons I wanted to put the uh, Stafford to Nakua touchdown in the TD of the week was because that ball placement was just uh-huh. one of the most beautiful passes I've ever seen. And it just, Puka didn't even have to stop running. Mm-hmm. He just right in stride, just allowed him to keep going. So, yeah, Stafford's placement. always had a, had an arm. Uh, same thing with the Russell Wilson to Cortland Sutton as he's falling down mm-hmm. on the goal line. That one goes right into his breadbasket as he's falling down. Anyway, last one is a game winner in overtime. Gardner Mishaw to Michael Pittman Jr. And the Colts are now 7-5. and five. So you can vote for TD of the Week again on Twitter or Facebook. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Jay, I kid you not, during our break, as Marco Belletti is delivering the fine update, I look up to the TV. NFL Network is on in front of me. There's a commercial for an attorney. Would you like to know his name? <laughs> I swear to you, I'm not making this up. His name? Tom Hicks. <laughs> All right. So I swear I looked up and I was like, no way. Okay. So here are a few other submissions from our Twitter page. <laughs> you ready? Let's see. This comes from R Green. When Deron Bland gets one more pick six, he'll get all the chicks while eating his Twix, and the Cowboys won't care about those in the mix at six and six. <laughs> that That's elite. That's, that's brilliant. Can you retweet that from our show account? That's awesome. Let's see. Matt provides this one. McPherson showed no yips with a kick between the sticks. Except, all right, that, that's a mm-hmm. good try, good effort. I do like the yips, but I wish it was yicks because then it would. <laughs> I see where he was going, but. Right. Yeah. McPherson showed no blicks. No, that'd be blinks. Hmm. Shot no bricks. <laughs> Maybe. 
a different sport, but actually he did though. He did kick a brick. He did. Because <laughs> kick a brick. Because he missed one from what was in I think it was fifty eight yards earlier in the game. All right, here we go. One more from Jordan. McPherson had the fix. Oh, we haven't done fix yet. McPherson had the fix when he made the kicks between the sticks to put them in the mix at six and six. So now he gets the Twix and his picks of the chicks. <laughs> I know. I know. Some of you have decided you'll never listen to the show again. But I, I mean, some of the listeners are weighing in. Thank you. You guys are good sports. They reached into his bag of tricks. Uh, see, even better. We could we could keep going with this. We're going to have to put it all together for our hump show. You think we can? Can we <laughs> remember it all? <laughs> so funny. I kind of feel like Dr. Seuss a little bit. Do you think this is what he did? He sat around with maybe a friend, a producer of sorts. I would think he did it by himself. You think so? I think so. Do you think he did it out loud, though? Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You got to do it out loud. <laughs> it's not the same if you're thinking it to yourself. You have to let it roll off the tongue. <laughs> I think Jordan has got the most. He added fix and tricks. No, you added tricks. Tricks. Fix and, well, his, oh, picks. Picks. He added fix he and good, picks. Did good placement, too. And you added tricks. <laughs> Perfect. That's impressive. All right, so you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. For those of you who have not yet found our YouTube channel, actually, we've got a brand new video dropping in the next hour. I swear. Producer Jay will be uploading it as soon as the show is done. It's a combination video where it satisfies your curiosity about two of your favorite topics. The holidays and my wedding. I'm stunned. I figure you guys will run out of the questions eventually. Nope. So we actually pay off on the cliffhanger from the last Ask Amy video. So you want to make sure you watch this new one. Uh, one of my, I think she's fifth grade. I, I teach fourth and fifth graders on Sunday in church. One of my fifth graders said to me on Sunday, I saw your wedding video. And for a second there, I didn't know what she was talking about. I saw your wedding video. My wedding video? Yeah, my dad watches all your videos. He listens to you on the radio. Oh, cool. Okay. What do you mean? On YouTube, she said. Oh, okay. Yeah, not the actual wedding video, but talking about the wedding. So the final Ask Amy video edition of 2023 is a combo. Ask Amy walks down the aisle at Christmas. So you get your Christmas questions and you get your wedding questions. And producer Jay went back and forth. He wove them in together. Also, yeah, Jay... Did not have decorations with him because he was actually in the building. He was here in studio. Shouldn't. However, mm. I decked out my house for specifically this occasion. Ask Amy walks down the aisle at Christmas. Shouldn't we have decorations in here, by the way? Just, I'm just thinking now that it's December and usually the studio gets decorated like yeah, kind of nicely. Usually. No, I just realized that. We got nothing. Are you ready? One more. Route 66. Now is that is that too close to six and six? It might be. Can we we can't use six six, six and six twice, and then use sixty six? That would is, be three sixes. Is it just a loan, or did he like make out? Nah, a, he just put question mark bar, route sixty six. <laughs> a bar. <laughs> he did a sidebar on route sixty six. Oh my gosh, you guys crack me up. So yeah, keep them coming. I might have to put hours up on Twitter just because people who aren't listening to the show they're gonna need to know the the brainchild that we've been working on. <laughs> 
And then there's quarterbacks. Oh, just kidding. I, this is something I did a CBS Sports Minute on, and we're we're going to keep watching it because I've, we've got the running tally. Uh, going back to this past weekend, Joe Flacco and Bailey Zappi made it 52 different starting quarterbacks this season. Mitch Trubisky, we know, is going to start barring some unforeseen injury to him. We know Mitch Trubisky will be starting for the Steelers in week 14. That's 53. What if C.J. Beathard also starts? That could be 54. And if the Jets, I don't know if they will, but if they make another change at QB and start Trevor Simeon, that would be 55. I'm pretty sure that's the record, that we've never had 55 starting quarterbacks in a single season. And there's a long way to go. I hope it's not the case. I hope we get good news about Trevor Lawrence today. We'll be back for the Hump Show. But again, find the YouTube channel within the hour. A brand new video dropping. Thanks for playing with us. It was fun. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Boom! Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 